Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are safe. Abba Father, we thank you for safety this morning. We thank you for your divine protection. We thank you for the angelic hosts. We thank you for the open portals. We thank you, Father God, that you've made provision for us. You've given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. And, Father, we want to thank you this morning that we have the power to intercede, to pray, to come before you. Because of the blood of Jesus, we can make our petitions known. And you will hear us. How awesome that is. When I think of your goodness, hallelujah, I'm hearing an old cliche, but it's true. When I think of your goodness and what you've done for me, <laughs> my soul gets happy and I want to dance, all of the above. Father, you are just magnificent. I ask you to bless every person on this line. Draw to this line the people that need to pray what we are praying this morning, Father God. I thank you, Lord, for all that you're doing and how you're moving. And, oh, I so anticipate this shift in this new year that we're entering into, Daddy. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are being made new, and you make all things beautiful in this time. So I thank you, Lord, for your love and your goodness, your kindness, your mercy, your long-suffering. You have suffered long with us, God. Thank you for the healing power of Jesus Christ uh, that heals us, body, soul, and spirit, and brings us into oneness with you, oneness with ourselves, God, that we really come to understand our our purpose, the reason for our existence, that we begin to occupy the place that you've called us to without reservation, without looking at what's in our hand to determine whether or not we can finish what you've started in us. So, Father, this morning we lay aside every sin and every weight that does so easily beset us that we might run the race looking unto you. You are the author and the finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Lord, I just have an expectancy this morning. I expect you to be God. Hallelujah. I expect you to do the miraculous. Yes, Lord. 
I expect you to finish what you have started in me, God. I present my body a living sacrifice, holy, completely unto you. That's the least I can do for so great a salvation and so wonderful a Savior. Thank you, God. There is plenty good room in your kingdom. Thank you for my room, God. Oh, hallelujah. Even when I said that, Father, I remember the room my mother prepared for me as a little girl. It was crushed velvet, French provincial furniture, trimmed in gold, white lace curtains. And I think about that, Daddy. I think about what you spoke to my life, even as a young girl. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. He was bruised for me, God. The chastisement was upon him, and by his stripes, I'm healed. I'm healed physically. I'm healed emotionally. I'm healed by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for purity and sanctification. Thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Thank you for the glory, your manifested presence, God. Thank you for every glimpse of our eternal destiny. God, we step in it this morning. I don't know what happened yesterday. I don't know what happened before, but we step into that place, God, occupying that which was purchased for us by the blood of Jesus. It doesn't matter what it looks like around us, God. We realize that everything may not change in a moment, but God, we are making the shift. It's going to look like suddenly to those that are around us. But, Father, you have been working a work inside of us for a long time, God. And we finally get it. We finally get it. Plenty good room in my Father's kingdom. Thank you for my room, God. Thank you for my place of occupancy. Some say, you know, if you don't do what God calls you to do, he's going to replace you. But, Daddy, I made up my mind. Just as you called Abram out of the Ur of Chaldea, and you had called his daddy before God, and his daddy stopped along the way, Father God, I thank you. I made up in my mind this morning that even if I am a hundred years old, even if my body has grown old and tired, I'm going to stand and occupy until my change comes. So whatever, Father God, I seek first your kingdom and your righteousness, God. I know everything that I need in this life, while there is yet life, will be added to me, God. There's no devil in hell that can stop me as long as I don't stop me. But, Father, I recognize my free will to choose. Father God, I choose you. I choose you in the morning. I choose you in the afternoon. I choose you in the midnight hour. I choose you when people are looking, and I choose you when people are not paying any attention. I am not double-minded. You said a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Well, hallelujah. From now on, Father, forget what they get. (laughs) Oh, hallelujah, God. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Lord, I bless your holy name. I forget none of your benefits, God. Thank you, Father, for an awesome benefit package that's been paid in full by the blood of Jesus. All I have to do is choose your love. What a deal, God. 
I can change, exchange my mess and my stress for your precious love. The provision that your love purchased for me. I would be a foolish man not to make an exchange. I would be a foolish man to hold on to something that has no eternal value. Unless it is to drag me to hell, I would be foolish not to accept your benefit, God. Oh, that my brothers and sisters in Christ would get a revelation that they don't have to play church, that they can step up into the place and the position that you've called. They don't have to wait on somebody to give their approval to be what you call them to be, God. Mm-mm. Hallelujah, God. Father God, we are without excuse. Father God, sometimes we blame everything and everybody around us. But the truth of the matter is, we're the ones in rebellion. We're just looking for a scapegoat. Someone to blame it on. Oh, if this hadn't happened, somebody to blame it on. But Father God, I thank you that we are without excuse. The blood of Jesus paid it all. I want to thank you for joining us this morning. This is Overflowing Life Prayer Community. I'm Pastor Sherelle Perkins. I want to remind everybody that beginning next week, we'll be on Tuesday morning, 6.30 to 7.30. I'm excited. God is shifting everything in my life. Everything is responding. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes we're pressing to get somewhere, and everything around us, seems to be fighting back. That's why God says the kingdom of God suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. We have to have, we have to make a decisive decision to present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy, completely unto God. We have to have a made-up mind. So when uh, we're building and the enemy comes through, sometimes in the guise of a friend, a loved one, a church member, and tell us, come down off that wall, who you think you are. Sometimes they say it just like that, but most of the time, because they've been sent by the adversary, they know how to subtly move you off your mark. We have to have a made-up mind that no matter what, we're going all the way. Father, I see the shift the change. Though gross darkness covers the earth, we are to arise and shine, for our light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon your church. <laughs> the enemy want to make people think that it's time to get in a little dark corner and pray our way to glory. But, Father God, it's time to stand boldly 
bushels off our head. The city of the great king. Declaring your truth. So that in the midst of darkness, the glory will be revealed. And those that are trapped in darkness will be able to see the light and find their way to victory, God. Thank you for using us to show forth your light and your glory. Father, I praise you and I thank you. I thank you, Father, for the pastors. I thank you for the shepherds over your sheep, God. I thank you that they get it all over the world. They're getting it. They're understanding. They're hearing your voice. Oh, I would be so arrogant to think that I was the only one that you were talking to. But, God, I know you're not like that. Our egos and our self-righteousness, we want to be the only game in town. But, Father God, I know better than that. And I'm grateful, God. I'm grateful that the Elijahs are coming forth and they're prophesying and declaring your truth, even in places where no one can hear them, even in their bedrooms, Father, on their prayer walks, Daddy, when they're on the treadmill, Father God, working it out and they begin to minister life to you, God, that everything around them is shifting. Father, I know that you are amassing a great army. For, Father, I realize there's more for us than against us. This battle is won. This is a fixed fight. Why do we back down? Why are we intimidated? You've already <laughs> fix the fight. You've already showed us the end from the beginning. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. There is nothing too difficult for you. Why do we sit outside of the camp crying? Just like the leper, I think it's time to get up and go in and watch the enemy scatter. Take our place, our position, our provision. Father, you said you would give us the heathen for an inheritance. So why are we looking at heathen stuff and shaking our heads and being intimidated? (laughs) That's our portion, God. The throwaways. (laughs) That's our portion. We're still trying to get 40 acres and a mule, but our portion is the heathen. That's the treasure that's in this earth. It's not the gold or the silver. It's people. Why would gold and silver be a treasure to us when our father walks On streets of gold, why would we be impressed with shiny things? Oh, hallelujah, God, I thank you for victory this morning. Shiny things are all hidden all over the place. They're the stars. They're gold, they're silver, they're rubies, there's diamonds. Full of shiny things. But your heart desire is that you would have many sons and they would come to the fullness of who they are. So, Father God, I thank you. The harvest is plenteous. Thank you for sending laborers into the harvest. Oh, hallelujah. That won't be intimidated by the tattoos. The nakedness. What appears to be vulgar. 
Give us your eyes and your heart. Let us see what you see, God. Strip us of our religious posturing as if we created ourselves, God. Let us love with your kind of love. Man looks on the outward appearance. All our religious garbage deals with external stuff. Who cares if you're nasty, mean, and ugly? Just look a certain way. No. Man looks on the outward appearance. God, you see the heart. How many angels have we not entertained? Because we judge them. When you sent that angel into our congregation, how many of us judged? When that man, that woman, that girl approached you, approached us, how many rolled their windows up? Because he didn't want to be bothered with that mess. Oh, not today, Satan. But Father God, there was an angel. And we were given an opportunity to pass the but we failed because of our religious arrogance. Forgive us, Father. Heal our hearts, God. Father, some of us are so harsh because that's what we feel about ourselves. And we transfer our own self-image onto other people. Father God, you don't want us hiding behind a facade. You want us to be a living testimony of your goodness and your glory. We thank you that we can co-labor with you. In Jesus' name, amen. While I was praying, I remember throughout my life, different times God has sent angels. I remember one time, actually it was 2002, I was sitting when there used to be a, a a Glendale shopping center. It's been a while. There was a Steinmark. And I had just been released from a job. I, you know, I had a reputation. Um be known to me of being able to come into companies and clean up their electronic uh, communication, uh, uh, electronic um, processing of business transactions. So I just cleaned up this company. I think I added, I would say, close to 45 One transaction 
one company that I dealt with alone increased the company's bottom line by $15 million. But, of course, that was always downplayed because that is the nature of the adversary. So I had cleaned all of this up, um, increased the bottom line, trained my replacement, thinking I was training someone that was working for me. But I knew the truth because Holy Spirit always tells you what's going on. But I wasn't as sensitive to hear. (laughs) And I remember I was sitting outside of this um, store. And a woman came and sat next to me. And she just began to talk to me. And she told me all these things that God was going to do. And that I was not to be discouraged. And I knew she didn't know anything about me. Didn't feel like she was prophesying to me. But it was really just a conversation as if she'd experienced the day with me. And knew exactly where I was emotionally. I thought, wow, God. So she goes into Steinmark. So I get up a little later. I go into the store. And I want to continue the conversation with a person that I thought was this woman. And God did something for me that night. He let me see that we can be entertaining angels unaware. Because the woman in the store was not the woman I talked to. She had no knowledge of our conversation. And it was apparent she had no idea who I was. Now, a person can say, well, maybe she had an alternative personality. You know, we have all kind of ways to explain things. But God let me know. I sent someone to have this conversation with you that could sit next to you and tell you how I feel. And I wanted you to see my handiwork. That's the best way to put it. So I left knowing on one of the worst days of my life that no matter what it looks like in the natural, my Father God sees everything, knows everything. And he knows exactly what I need. There have been several times in my life that this has happened. Most of them was when I was a child. And I'm mentioning this because if I had had the wrong attitude, I would have missed my blessing. Ah, Father God. And as we enter into this next season, we need to be sensitive to Holy Spirit. Sensitive to what he's leading us to do. Sensitive. So I thought I'd share that to you. Other other situations are coming to mind. I know I feel like God is just reminding me to be sensitive to what he's doing. Hallelujah. Are there any prayer requests on the line?
we are going to have supernatural encounters. There will be angelic visits to fellowships and churches. Hallelujah. We will have encounters. It's important for us not to rationalize away the reality of the word. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit, for your presence this morning. Thank you for our love that you've given us. I also want to mention that Overflowing Life will be having prayer night tonight at 7 o'clock. If you're available, please come and join us. We're going to be focused, um, interceding. I believe, God, for the supernatural moving of the Holy Spirit. Father God, I just lift up the gathering tonight, God. I lift up uh, Pastor, um, I lift up Sister Young that's um, facilitating our prayer gathering tonight. I thank you for all those that are coming, the apostles, the pastors, the prophets, the evangelists, the teachers, um, all the children of God that will be gathering, titled and untitled known and unknown. I thank you that you're gathering us together, God. And the walls of division, the walls of separation, that we are learning each other by the Spirit, God. That there's no competition in the kingdom of God. No need for We all have our room. We all have our unique place in you, God. So I thank you, Father, for those that you've assigned to be there. Father God, there will be those that will come that will need ministry. There will be those that will come. And out of the atmosphere, you will reveal yourself to them in a new and living way. Father, we don't want to be presumptuous. And say what tonight will be like. So Holy Spirit, have your way. Have your way now, even as you prepare. As you prepare those that are coming. Let them come anticipating your presence. Let them come. Realizing prayer is not a spectator sport. That it is an engagement with you and one another. To see the kingdom of God made manifest in our earth. And in each earthen vessel. We want to thank Baltimore Church. Baltimore Street Church for allowing us to use their facility. Father God, we bless each and every congregation, each and every member of the congregation, their leadership, Pastor Grundy. We pray, Father God, for a supernatural move of your Holy Spirit among your people. Father God, forgive us for any way in which we have been judgmental as a congregation. Father God, we can be so presumptuous. Forgive us for arrogance, self-righteousness, judgmentalism, being critical. Father, we pray that the blessings of the Lord would overtake the congregation. Father, we thank you for that building that was built by hand. 
We thank you for the uneven floors, God. And each of its imperfections. Father, we recognize someone labored to build a house so that your people could gather in it. We bless the hands that labored. We bless every person that contributed a nickel, a dollar. We bless them, Father God. We thank you, Father, that they have allowed us to share. It may not always have been the way we thought it ought to be, God, but they shared. And they gave. So, Father God, we thank you to bless and expand the ministry. Cause the leaders to hear your voice, God. Give the people a hunger for your truth, God, that will put a demand on heaven so that the kingdom can be revealed in their midst. Father God, I pray that for each congregation represented on this line, God, Father, if your sheep put a demand, if your sheep hunger and thirst after righteousness, you'll make whatever provision need be in order to get their need met. Oh, as leader, I know you'll wake us up in the middle of the night, tell us we need to change and fix things in us. And in regard to your children. So, Father, I pray for those. (laughs) I pray for those that have been wrestling all night. Think that it's sleep that's escaping them. But, God, your hand is on them. To make changes, to shift, to line themselves. Oh, God. You said, woe to the shepherd that scatter my sheep. Oh, God. Father God, I praise you and I thank you, Lord. I thank you for shepherds after your heart. Satan can quote quote scripture. And there's all kind of sermon outlines. But it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. Father God, manifest yourself in our congregations all over the city. Father, show us your measure for our lives. Let us be okay. Ah, But Father, don't let us stop. If you didn't say stop, let us build what you say to build. Wow, God. Mm. 
Father God, I'm hearing you say there's so much misinformation being released in the atmosphere. So much false prophecy being released in this city. Mm. Father God, don't let it be our portion. God, when you gather us together tonight, we rebuke every false prophet, false prophecy. Father, we come in a, we come against the enemy that would sin and prophesy lies that would pray lies, that would have a heart contrary to your plan and your purpose, Father. Because even though it may be religiously correct, it may not be truth. So, Father God, don't let deception creep into our prayer gathering in the name of Jesus. Ah, yes, God, I hear you. And in our lives, Father, in our congregations, Daddy, We recognize, Father, that in this age and in this country, the influence of Jezebel is rapid, and that there are many that have a Jezebel spirit, though they may not be Jezebel herself, God, but you see it in Revelation. You rebuked the church, you that allowed Jezebel to prophesy and to preach. So somehow, Father God, Jezebel has silenced those that would come against her by saying, you can't confront me. I'm a principality. Well, apparently, Father, that's not what you say. So we're going to pray. Father God, loose the hounds of heaven against the spirit of Jezebel. According to First Kings twenty one twenty three. Father, we rebuke and bind the spirit of witchcraft, lust, seduction, intimidation, idolatry, and whoredom connected to Jezebel. We release the spirit of Jehu against Jezebel and her cohorts. We command the spirit of Jezebel to be thrown down eaten by the hounds of heaven. We rebuke all spirits of false teaching, false prophecy, idolatry, and perversion connected with Jezebel. In the name of Jesus, we loose tribulation against the kingdom of Jezebel. We cut off the assignment of Jezebel against the ministers of God, against our local body, against us individually, Father. We 
We cut off and break the powers of every word released by Jezebel against our lives. Ah, yep. (laughs) Father God, we rebuke the spirit of Python that would choke off our very oxygen, our life, God. In the name of Jesus. We cut off Jezebel's table and reject all of her food. Father, we'll no longer eat contaminated food. Father God, we cut off Jezebel and her influence over our life and over our congregation, over our city, in the name of Jesus. Every false way, God. We cut off and loose ourselves from all curses that Jezebel has sent against us. All spirits of Jezebel operating in our bloodline, Father, we recognize that because of the way we have been indoctrinated into American culture, the spirit of Jezebel is often rampant in our churches and in our homes and in our families. For many of us have lived a false way, and the teachings permeate our culture. We see it in the news. We see it in world events. We see it all over this nation. We see it in sexual perversion. For she is the author of sexual perversion and false ways. <laughs> oh, God. She is the author of broken identities, false identities. She is the reason that people cannot find their place and find their fit. So, Father God, we come out of agreement with her influence over our lives. We come out of agreement with Mother Wit. It doesn't always come from you, God. So everything that Jezebel has released through the generations, we come out of agreement with it in Jesus' name. We cut off the assignment of Jezebel and her daughters to corrupt the church. We come against the spirit of Adaliah. That not only did Jezebel release false prophecy, but Adaliah came along and literally killed and destroyed anyone in line. So, Father God, we come out of agreement with the destructive spirits that's released to destroy. Our church, our home, our lives. We cut off the spirit of Adaliah that would destroy the royal sea. Before we can even see maturation, Adaliah, that demon, that spirit, those spirits. And Father God, let me take a minute for those that are into technicalities. If it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, quack like a duck. <laughs> It's a duck. And where the enemy will amass spirits to do certain things, we recognize that there are types and shadows of demonic constructs 
that are evident in Scripture. So all that which will come against and destroy the royal seed. We cut off from our lives and our congregations. We come against the spirit of Herodias and cut off the assignment to kill the prophets. Every spirit that has been released to come against the prophetic voice in our individual lives, in our church community. We come against in the name of Jesus. We rebuke and cut off the spirits of whoredoms. We rebuke and cut off Jezebel and her witchcrafts in the name of Jesus. We rebuke and cut off the harlot and the mistress of witchcrafts and break her power over our lives and our families. We overcome Jezebel and her influence and receive power over the nations according to Revelation 2 and 26. Father God, we speak to every desert in our lives, in our ministry, in the name of Jesus. We bind and cast out any spirit that's been sent to cause desert places in our life. We break and cast out every scorpion spirit of fear and torment in the name of Jesus. Father God, we declare that we will not dwell in the wilderness, but in a fruitful land. That our desert shall blossom as a rose and bring forth abundant fruit. We release water into any dry places in our land and streams in the desert. Let your rivers flow into our desert places, God. We rebuke every spirit of the desert, every creature, every dragon operating in our lives. Isaiah 13, verse 21 through 22. Let your voice shake every wilderness place in our life. Psalm 29 and 18. And keep in mind that in Scripture, often the word used for wilderness and desert is the same thing. So I haven't shifted. So, Father God, we thank you that you would send fatness into these dry places. We thank you, Father God. We renounce all rebellion that would open ourselves up to desert spirits. We break every curse of trusting in man that would open ourselves up to desert spirits. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. That explains so much. Ah, Father. When you're a man pleaser, to some degree, your trust is in man and not in God. So, Father, I realize personally that every dry place in my life is because I've trusted man. So I prophesy to every dry place. I prophesy streams in the desert. I prophesy. And I decree and I call forth 
a lush oasis of your bounty and your goodness and your love. And everything that has been lost because of disobedience, because of trying to maneuver I thank you, Father, for redemption today. I prophesy to every dry bone in our lives, and we command it to live. Father, I decree according to Isaiah 62 and 4 that our land shall not be termed desolate, that we are called, uh-oh, That our land is Beulah, Isaiah 62 and 4. Make all our wilderness places like Eden and our desert places like your garden, Father, Psalm 51 and 3. Let every desolation in our lives, our bloodline, be raised up in the name of Jesus, Isaiah 61 and 4. Revive us and repair as every desolation in our life. Ezra 9.9. Hallelujah, God. We bind and cast out all spirits that would attempt to keep us in low places in the name of Jesus. We break the chariots of the enemies of the valley in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We rebuke and cast out the ravens of the valley in the name of Jesus. What are you there for? Yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, it is only a shadow. Hallelujah. And we're going through. Lord, you are the God of the valleys, so we cast out every valley spirit in the name of Jesus. According to 1 Kings 20 and 28, let us be exalted and the spirits of the valley be smitten by your power. 2 Samuel 8, 13. We bind and rebuke every Goliath that would challenge us in the valley. Let all the giants of the valleys be destroyed. Joshua 15 and 8. We wage a warfare, a good one, against the spirits of the valley. And let our enemies be avenged. Hallelujah. As we begin to make our ascendancy, God, we thank you that our enemies are destroyed. Hallelujah. We loose ourselves from every Delilah spirit operating in the valley. Everything that would cause us to go to sleep in the midst of the enemy's camp. To give our strength to the enemy. To want Forbidden, I'll just call it stuff, whatever it is. Deliver us, Father. Wake up a sleepy church that is compromised because it wanted this world's dainties. And, Father, we recognize that we're in a pivotal point in the history of this country. But, Father, I believe that the solution is a church that arises and shines, realizing that her light has come. It's an individual decision, yet it is a corporate mandate. Show us our portion. Show us our place. 
place in this race. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, we've come to the end of our time together. If there's a prayer request that I can cover quickly, I would be glad to do that. If not, I pray God will bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. That the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. That you would walk in favor and blessing. And that you would be healed and filled. In Jesus' name, amen. Love and peace next Tuesday. Be blessed. Look for your shift. God wants to do some special things for his children in this hour as we prepare to go into this new year. Year Based on the Hebrew calendar, 5777, God's perfection and grace. Love you. Peace and blessings.